I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here lady video. You may not work here, but could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by How's My Dancing? A grown man flirts with me thinking I'm a teacher. So, I'm a 5'2", 16-year-old black girl. I'm very developed and have been for a while. My chest often gets remarked on, and I know they and me always sounding like I swallowed a dictionary makes people think I should have skipped a grade. I was repeatedly confused for being a teacher during the start of high school and told I dressed like I teach kindergarten. I understand that notion because I wear pineapple button-ups and have straightened hair, carry myself with professionalism. I'm glad my efforts get noticed. However, I have my bad days, where all I want to wear is sweatpants and sweaters that swallow my developed body and hide it away from mockery. Today, going back to school, I felt a strong in-between. I wore something comfortable but professional, but the outfit definitely wasn't like something that a 16-year-old would wear. It wasn't revealing. It just looked like something that music teacher from Lemonade Mouth would wear, but to me it was a school outfit. Compared to everyone else fresh off break though, I definitely looked more like a teacher. I was with my principal waiting to go get lunch because I'm such a smarty pants and we missed each other, and was sitting with my legs crossed on my computer doing schoolwork. Three adults come into the office, I have bad social anxiety, especially with adults. But I was only going to just tell them that the principal was in the bathroom and would be back soon. Only if I said that, they'd stay here and delay our lunch plans, so I asked them what they needed help with. They just needed to find the attendance office, directed them right to it, and they left. Hooray! I wait for the principal for a while and she isn't coming back, so I go to look for her. She's talking to the group of adults. Apparently, they're trying to enroll this kid. I see she's busy and go sit back down. She comes into the office and lets me order the food while she handles them. I wait a long time and get the call that the delivery is almost here. I am ready for pizza. I go to the front door and wait for the pizza man. On the steps is an older, tall Hispanic man with lots of curly hair. I always wished my hair could be that cool and curly, but it's not. I don't know how to explain the encounter we had, but... Basically, he was smoking a cigarette and tried to hide it. I didn't understand why, but I guessed he was just joking around with me because he recognized me from earlier. Not because he thought I was a teacher and I'd caught him smoking on school grounds. He started to joke around about if I was going to get him expelled. I was very confused at this point and said, No? Just trying to avoid this conversation entirely, he slid a little closer to me and we actually began having a nice conversation. He swore a few times and stopped himself before waving it off rather animatedly. I swear a lot as well, but I don't tell adults it's okay to swear around me because it's honestly a personal thing for me to be able to curse someone out. Other than that, we're having a pretty nice and chill conversation. Then the pizza guy arrives and I realize I don't have the money on me. I'm about to go back inside, but the guy just pays for me. I thank him profusely and ask him if he wants pizza. He says yes. So while his family's still figuring out enrollment for who I learn is his nephew, 
we go back into the principal's office to share a pizza. He tried to get me to go sit in his car with him, but I just thought that was insanely unnecessary and wanted to tell the principal about the pizza being here so she could get some. As we're eating pizza, this guy reaches over and wipes some sauce from my face with a napkin. I pause. What the freak was that? I've had not so pleasant situations around creepy adult men before, so one-on-one time with an adult man who had no reason to be giving me one-on-one time was bringing up unpleasant memories. If it isn't clear to you by now what's happening, it certainly wasn't clear to me either. I just thought this guy was a nice innocent dude who just wanted to make conversation and get his nephew a friend who knew the school. Not that this guy thought I was a teacher and was flirting with me. I don't get many people flirting with me. I'm the flirter, jokingly. Anyway, I'm counting down and waiting for lunch to just end so I can go back to class and escape the situation without being awkward about it. When the bell rings, I tell the guy I have to go to my next class, and he asks for my number. It's not clicking just yet for me, but I'm a little creeped out. Still giving the benefit of the doubt, and thinking he wants it for his nephew. I don't remember what I said, but it was a rejection of giving him my phone number. I guess he thought black girls like to be told twice, and got up and got behind my chair. I was freezing up at this point. I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in a situation where someone was this aggressive before. He says something. I don't remember what it was because I was two seconds away from freaking diving over the table for the door. He tries to rub my shoulders, but I scrunch up real good and slip out from under him. It's awkwardly silent as I just stare at him with a face between a smile and holding back a scream. What the freak? I just say he can have the pizza and I go to my next class. I got called by the principal before writing this, asking who he was because he'd come back, or never left, and asked for the pretty little art teacher's name. I told him I liked art, and was met with a tall, bald, buff black man. When he described me, my principal was like, oh, her. She informed him that I was a student who helped her out sometimes, and wasn't really thinking about the comments he'd made. When she did think about them, she called me. The guy apparently was shocked and asked why I did certain things and the answers were, she's just helpful like that. She likes to be alone, we were having lunch. She connects easier with older kids, so I try to let her have lunch with her older friends. I don't know what's going to happen, but this was a weird day. Honestly, I don't think the guy's a predator, I just think his flirting style is a little aggressive. Update, so I told the principal, and all I know is they called the parents of the kid being enrolled for information on the dude. I don't know much more than that. I don't think she wants to involve me in this anymore. In your guys' opinions, do you see what happened here as an honest mistake? Or considering this was at a school, do you think this guy should have been a little bit more thorough about who the person was before being that pushy? Maybe was he too pushy regardless? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Carl Fox 1983 My poor fashion sense may have been confusing. It's been over a decade, but I still get a little bit of a laugh out of this one. I used to work in a retail chain on the east coast of Canada, some sort of drug mart aimed towards shoppers. A buddy and I were both interviewed for management roles at the same time. He was picked to be trained and promoted first, lucky me. Gave me more time to think it over and realized I had to get out of there. So I joined the Air Force. It was a great way for me to get some training and get a better paycheck at the same time. The downside was that I was posted to Manitoba. Fast forward another year and my buddy's getting married. Very happy for him. I get invited. I have to fly halfway across the country to get there, but it's worth it. My problem is that I don't have anything to wear. 
I was never the type to even think about wearing a uniform to a wedding, not even my own, and I didn't have a lot of suit options. I was better paid, but I was still a private. In comes my bad choice. The only suit I owned was an old hand-me-down three-piece pinstripe. I attend the wedding, feeling awkward that I didn't know anyone outside the wedding party at the ceremony, and drive over to the hotel where the reception's being held. While everyone's milling around outside the ballroom, the drinks have already started flowing. A couple people are not paying attention to where they're going and they knock over the stand that was holding the frame seating chart. I've always been the type to try to help out where I can, so I see what I can do about getting it set back up. While I'm trying to do so, the mother of the groom comes over. She says, is it broken? I say, yep, cracked in half. Might be able to get it to hold together enough as long as no one bumps into it again. Her looking a little irritated says, don't you have another frame? Me a little confused says, no, why would I have another frame? She says, don't you have some others stored somewhere? This can't be the only one in the whole hotel. I'm figuring it out now and say, I don't think you recognize me. I'm Aaron. Blank stare. We met when I helped your son move? More blank stare. I don't work for the hotel. Starting to break through, I'm one of the further traveling guests at this wedding. She says, so you don't have another frame? We need another frame. And she proceeds to walk away. I love that OP stood there, looked them in the face, gave them a four combo, and then at the very end they like just echoed the same thing walking away in like some confused stupor like they realized their entire world had been a lie for some reason. This next story is by PleasedZebra7, I don't call him his name either. The words, I don't work here, aren't demonstrated in the story, but since it's part of the misunderstanding that follows, I figure it's appropriate. Last night, my daughter came home from her job. She works retail in a nearby shopping plaza, with the sad news that their neighboring store, which specializes in kitchenware, is having a going out of business sale. It was tragic news in our home, as my wife and daughter both share a passion for baking and cooking and shop there often. So much so that the owner, my wife and our daughter are on a first name basis. Ever since my daughter was little, she was mommy's helper in the kitchen. It's been a running gag in our house the past few years that we give her a five pound bag of flour among her Christmas presents. Now 17, she enjoys flying solo in the kitchen and her pierogies are food not to be eaten, but experienced. My wife's feeling under the weather, so she gave me a list of things to look at, plus a surprise item, more later. I agreed to meet my daughter at the store when she finished work. My daughter had gotten there a little early, and I was a little late leaving the house, so she'd already been in the store by the time I arrived. That's when the fun begins. I arrive at the store and find daughter chatting with nice store owner, commiserating over the store closing. Nice store owner was feeling sad and appreciated daughter's sympathy, so I decided to shop for a bit and let them finish their conversation. I had barely made it 20 feet before I was overwhelmed by some of the choices. Nearby stood a middle-aged woman who, even with a mask, you could tell wore a perpetual scowl that curdled milk in a 5 mile radius. So I turned towards daughter and said, Hey, sweetheart, I have a question. The old lady said, Sweetheart, that's not how you address a woman. At this point, daughter hears the kerfuffle and sprints over, knowing that the gene that allows one to suffer fools gladly is only present in my wife's DNA. Nice store owner wasn't with her, apparently having just begun ringing someone up. I say, but she's... Older lady talking over me, raising her voice. You sexist, she has a name. I say, yes, I know. I was going to point out that I gave her that name after my grandmother, but she continued 
continued raising her voice. You address her politely as, emphatically, Miss, or use her name. Daughter now arriving, putting her hands up, says, Look, it's okay. Old lady turned to her and said, No, it's not okay. You should not have to put up. Daughter raising her voice said, It's okay. I don't call him by his name either. I call him Dad. It's obvious that the embarrassment is now further exacerbating old lady's rage, and were I not suffering fools gladly challenged, I'd have just let things go, but as I mentioned, I lack that gene. I said, this is the part where a reasonable person apologizes. Old lady just glares at me, determined not to give me the satisfaction before turning and walking away. I said, yeah. I knew our little exchange was one reasonable person short. Come on, sweetheart, let's finish mom's shopping list. We worked through the rest of the list, filling our basket and ferrying up the larger items to the counter. There are no shopping carts. Thankfully, old lady had gone by the time nice store owner began ringing us up. I say to the store owner, oh, I forgot one thing. This is where the aforementioned surprise comes in. I hurriedly returned with a deluxe KitchenAid stand mixer that elicited a puzzled look for my daughter, as we already have one. Turning to my daughter, this one's for you. Mom and I figure that someday when you have your own place, you'll have your first appliance. Cue misty eyes from my daughter. Nicer owner gave us an extra $50 off, which was yet another nice surprise. I think the best thing about this story is even though this old lady was a jerk and there was a kerfuffle, it ended up being such a nice moment, both reassuring the store owner and giving the daughter a misty-eyed emotional moment that I'm sure they'll look back on for a long time. That old grouch can't ruin that. And our final story of the day is by BeautifulCity928, got free food for working in a job that I wasn't in. I was around 15 or so when this happened. My mother brought us somewhere far because of work. She had to make sure everything was going well in an event. Small celebrities came to talk and do stuff. Before the event, I was out of clean clothes and I didn't bring any spare clothes. My mother luckily was given spare staff t-shirts for the event, so I reluctantly had to wear the staff's t-shirt. After some time around noon, one of the staff needed help lifting boxes and equipment. She saw me and rushed towards me and asked for help. So I told the truth to the woman. I said, I don't actually work for the event. She didn't believe me, probably because I was 5'10". She grabbed my arm and dragged me to the boxes and other stuff. I was free anyway, so I decided why not. I helped her out moving stuff here and there for quite some time. After the event was done, they gave out food to the staff, crew members that were involved in the event. I got a two, but she gave me two of them. They were already mostly done packing stuff up and ready to leave. I head back to my brother and handed him one of the food passes that I got, and we ate. Later, my mom found us and asked if we wanted to eat. I told her we already did. She asked, what did we eat? I proceeded to tell her what happened. She laughed and told others in the family, and they all laughed. We all packed up and went home. I mean, hey, if you're going to do some free labor, at least they'll feed you, right? It's kind of like when you're moving and some of your buddies say, well, if you have some beer or whatever, maybe order us a couple pizzas. We'll come out and help you out. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.